0: Hey guys, thanks for tuning us in for this third episode of Season 2 of Good Questions with Cameron Dole. Special guests on this episode include actor John Ashton, and we'll also visit with actress, singer, songwriter, and social media icon, Indiana Massara. We'll talk about her new single, Squeeze. If you would, please take the time to subscribe, drop a like, comment, leave some feedback, and of course, share with your friends. Our first guest is actor John Ashton. You probably remember him from his days as Taggart on Beverly Hills Cop. Got a brand new movie that is available on demand coming up tomorrow called Once Upon a River. First off, John, thank you so much for taking the time to be back on the show, sir.
1: Well, thank you, Kevin. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I'm very proud of the film, and uh, I, I really want everybody to go see it.
0: <laughs> now, now, if uh, John, if folks haven't seen the trailers, the previews, uh, haven't, haven't heard about the movie, I, obviously this is based upon upon the book. And uh, tell our listeners just a, a little bit about what what makes you so uh, emotionally invested into the into the new film.
1: Well. I went to I went to USC and got my degree in theater there, and I, I did a lot of plays uh, before I ever got into films. And uh, I, I did theater over in Europe and Scotland and uh, Cape Cod and all over. And uh, this, when I read this script, my agent sent me this script. I read it and I said, I'm in. You know, it read so much like a play. It was it was just story driven, character driven. Uh, it was all about relationships and characters and, and, uh, it, it, you know, it was it just a good solid story. And and then I read the book and I loved the book. And, uh, it was just, it, it was, a, we shot it in Antioch, Illinois, and I worked with a bunch of young kids out of Chicago and, uh, they were very enthusiastic and it was, it was such a pleasure to, to work with these young, talented kids and, and, uh, kind of get a new, uh. Sparky youth in me, but uh, even though I play an old cranky guy, but uh, uh, the character was—I just melted into the character. I just fell in love with the character and his relationship with Margot in the film, and and uh, Kennedy Dayle who's playing Margot, it's her first film, and she just sparkles in it. She's she's wonderful in it, and we had a great relationship in the film, and and uh, I hope everybody goes see sees it. We've won awards all over the world on our festival tour, and, and uh, so finally it's getting out there. It was on virtual theater because of uh, the virus last year. Uh, we were gonna have a, a regular opening at a regular theater, but because of the virus, uh, it went to virtual theater, but uh, now everybody's gonna be able to see it on uh, Video On Demand and Amazon and all those other channels. So go out and see it. I'm, I'm very proud of it. And, uh, uh, I, I couldn't be prouder.
0: And, and John, this one has a little bit of everything. I mean, it's got, uh, it's got the happy, it's got the sad, it's got the adventure, it's got all of that. And, and at this time, John, I mean, h- how important do you think it is the story that it's got to tell of perseverance, if you will?
1: Well, I think it's very, very, uh, uh, now actually, you know, I mean, uh, it, it's, it's about a young girl who's trying to find herself, you know, uh, she, uh, you know, grew up on the river in a very, very uh, tough, uh, poor atmosphere, and uh, she she takes off and uh, to go find her mother. And her, it's her experiences she goes through, uh, going up the river and the people she meets and the relationships she has, and and uh, it, it's just they, they've likened it to uh, to a, a modern day Huck Finn, and uh, you know, uh, so it's. It's 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 just about like I say it's about characters and relationships and and uh, and I think that's what we need now you know uh, you know I think people are getting tired of watching stuff blow up and face movies and stuff you know this is about human beings and in, in life you know
0: <laughs> and, and introspection also I know that's that's something we've all been doing over the last twelve months isn't that right John
1: oh tell me about it tell me about it yeah i mean you know i'm i'm i've introspect myself to death here so i i'm wait, i'm- i'm waiting to go back to work so i can stop introspecting <laughs> and, and how how I've a of,
0: how is how is the uh, outlook on uh, on the going back to work i mean i, I know some are doing it uh, what's what's the overall environment
1: well i was supposed to start start a film last uh march and uh uh uh, and of course, we got shut down, but uh, uh, I'm, I'm getting ready to do a film called Lonesome Soldier uh, who, uh, about a young kid with PTSD, and I play his grandfather, a Vietnam vet who helps him through his trials and tribulations. And It's a very good script, and I'm really looking forward to doing it as soon as we lift all this. And I, I did a film called Death in Texas right before this shutdown uh, with Bruce Dern and Lara Flynn Boyle. and. Or uh, Ronnie Joe Gene Blevins, and uh, that that's going to open in the spring also. Uh, so we got that done before this started. But I'm looking forward to doing, local- doing some Soldier" too. So, and of course they keep talking about Beverly Hills Cop Four, but who knows? They've been talking about that for fifteen years. <laughs> <so we know.
0: laughs> does 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 that kind of talk, John? Does that kind of talk just get kind of irritating and old after a bit?
1: Well, you know, I, I've said this before, you know, uh, I, like, I did a lot of theater and a lot of different character roles and stuff, but there's there's kind of a curse in Hollywood, you know, if you do something so good, you'll never work again, you know, and I try to break that, you know, I'm so, so uh, tagged with the Taggart uh, label, you know, that, you know, I got all these cop roles and Taggart roles, and I said, I don't want to do that, I just did that, I want to do something else, you know. Uh, I'm a character actor, and that's why when Midnight Run, when Dorfler came along, I jumped at it, you know, because it was so different than than Taggart, and and of course Smoke and Once Upon a River is different than anything else I've done on film. I mean, I've done those characters on stage, but this is my first opportunity to be able to to do it on film, and and I'm, I'm very, very proud of it, and I'm very glad that I did it, and and uh, uh, I just um, I, I'm very anxious for people to go see see me do other things other than a cop or something,
0: you know. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, and get the uh, the new movie Once Upon a River available on DVD and digital coming up tomorrow. And John I always want to make sure and, and let folks know where's the where's the best way to pick it up. Uh, pretty much anywhere, right?
1: Uh, yeah, it's going to be on Amazon and all those, and it's uh, Video On Demand. If you've got like Dish or DirecTV or Comcast and all those, uh, you know, I think you can get it on your uh, cable provider or satellite provider or whatever, uh, Video On Demand, and uh, like I say, Amazon, and I can't remember the other ones, Voodoo or Hulu or whatever they are. So, um, Yeah, so they'll be able to find it.
0: All right. Well, John, always great to visit with you. I appreciate your time, and uh, I hope you have a great week, my friend.
1: Okay, you too. All right,
0: guys, our next guest on the podcast, she is uh, on the, <laughs> all the socials I found out this morning after doing a little research. Also got a new single we're going to talk about, and uh, Indiana, Masari, am I saying, the, the, did I get the last name even close, I guess?
2: You did get the last name pretty close. Masari, you're right.
0: <laughs> well, first off, thank you so much for, for taking the time to be on today, and uh, man alive, uh, how much are you looking forward to 2021 after what? 2020 ended up being right
2: I'm honestly hoping for a much better 2021 but I'm trying to ease into it slowly and carefully and just make sure none of us mess anything up um, but yeah definitely looking forward to a, a better 2021 but honestly my 2020 wasn't too bad besides the global pandemic but 2020 uh, I met some of my best friends I released some music I grew on social media yeah I had a great time so You take the good with the bad, obviously.
0: That's right, and uh, I hope my dog doesn't make too much noise. She uh, she didn't want to be in the other room.
2: (laughs) You're good. Mine, mine might bark a couple of times too. So
0: (laughs) now you you talked about the social media. Do you think that the 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 social media for you really helped you deal with what 2020 was, and and tried to keep uh, upbeat and positive, if you will?
2: Yeah, 100%. I think it definitely gave me an outlet, something to do, something other to think about like when I was just trapped in in my house. Um, I met like two of my best friends because of social media and because of TikTok and I created my own podcast with them and yeah. So, it definitely definitely helped.
0: Now, does, uh, was music the first love for you? Was uh, was acting maybe the first love which or, or did you are, are you kind of conflicted in that?
2: Well, music and acting kind of came along at the same time. Um, I always thought, like I did musical theater back in Australia growing up, um, and I never really thought of pursuing them as a career, as like a career choice, until I came over here just to visit my brother, and then I fell into the industry in the best way possible, and I fell in love with making music. I think I recorded my first song when I was like 14. It's about four years ago now. Um, But besides then, I'd never been in the studio. I sung, but like never professionally. And I just fell in love with it. And I booked my first, um, what's it called? Oh, my first commercial and went on auditions and yeah. So they kind of came at the same time. They're kind of both equal loves.
0: Now, do you, do you have, is the music easier for you? Is the acting easier for you? Which, uh, w- which do you find to be the, your comfort zone?
2: I mean, I think they're both definitely in my comfort zone. I think music definitely has a lot more work involved in it because, you know, acting, I learn my lines show up to set and I become this person. So acting's always come super easily to me. Music obviously comes easy to me as well. It's just a lot more work. You know, you've got to come up with melodies, lyrics, talk to your producers about the kind of vibe you want for the song. And so it definitely is just like it just depends, honestly. But sometimes music and like songs can come to you in like 20 minutes, and you write a whole song and you're done. So it just it depends.
0: Now, what what is normally the first uh, the the first thing for you with a song? Is it do you hear do you hear a vibe? Is it maybe a hook? What 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 is it that uh, is the the opener for you?
2: It all comes in different ways for me, but recently it's been like producers playing me beats and I've been like, oh, I hear like these lyrics are normally the first, first step is a concept because like, I love lyrics. I love telling stories. I love, you know, just putting all my emotions in the songs and hoping people can relate to them. Um, So yeah, normally concepts come first and I'm like, okay, I really want to write a song about this because this is how I'm feeling right now. And then I'll go into melodies, lyrics, storytellings, vibes, whatever. And we'll just go from there.
0: Now, who are your, who are your biggest musical influences? Uh, Who, who was the the, the first one that you were like, I want to sing like them. Who was that? Who was that person for you?
2: That's a really good question. Um, Honestly, the the first things that were like, I want to sing like her, I want to be like her, it was kind of like, it was like Miley Cyrus, Britney Spears, it was all that, because I was like, oh my gosh, like the costumes, the glamour, the, like everything, they're just having so much fun, Miley, oh no, Britney Spears was the first concert I went to, Uh, it was on our circus tour, and then, um, but I fell asleep halfway through, I was like eight years old, so we're just, yeah, anyway, Um, and then, the first one that I like fully went to was just me and my mom. I went to Miley Cyrus's like broken hearts tour or hearts tour or whatever. And I like saw her on stage and I was like, this is what I want to do. Like I lost my shit. So, Oh, sorry. Back cussing. That's my bad.
0: It, it, it does happen. It happens from time to time. Now, now how um, how cool was it the, the first time you got to be on stage and, and see the crowd uh, vibing to your music? I mean, especially after growing up and seeing others doing that. I mean, for you, what was that first experience like?
2: Um, the first, like m- the most memorable, I went to Milwaukee and I performed for um like one of their summer shows with KISS FM. And I think the crowd was like 5,000 or something. And I walked out and I let, I thought the, the venue was big when I was sound checking. And then it filled with 5,000 people. <laughs> I weirdly, before I got on stage, I was so nervous. I was like, holy crap, how can I, do, I can't do this. Like in my head, I was like literally about to back out. And then I walked on stage and it was like, I would love to relive those four songs again. Like I would die to go back there. It was so much fun.
0: No, no. What, really cool. what? What's been the the best experience for you? What's been the? It was the first time. Has that been the most memorable experience for you, uh, stage wise?
2: Yeah, I mean they've all been amazing, but that was definitely one of the one of the craziest. One of my favorite artists, Bryce Vine. He was performing as well, um, and he was in the dressing room right next to me. And as we were crossing um stages because he performed right next to me so I came off and he was coming on he was like great set and I was like ah. <laughs> I was like I love you so yeah that was pretty cool
0: now in the midst of 2020 to to have work on new music I mean how how challenging was that and and how different uh did you have to make things this time around
2: Um, It was definitely smaller. Normally I have like 10 people in the studio with me, just like either listening or I have friends coming to hang out or it's just, you know, producers, writers, everyone. But for the most part, whenever I've worked on music in 2020, it's just been my producer and me and maybe another writer. Um, And like, eh, you got to go get COVID tested before you go in and, you know, it's definitely been worth it because during this time has definitely been my most creative. Like I've just needed the most creative outlet possible, but it's definitely been different. And I feel like the music has definitely taken a bit of a a turn because it's like, what, what are we going to talk about? Like, (laughs) yeah.
0: Now where did, uh, where, where did the new single squeeze, where did, uh, where did that one come from the inspiration and, and what was the process like with it?
2: So basically Squeeze, I actually wrote and recorded about a year ago and I never put it out. Um, I don't know why. I was just like, oh, maybe I'll put it out. Maybe I won't. I don't know. And then everybody seemed to be excited for it and I wanted to release music. And I was like, sure, I'll put it out. Um, Squeeze honestly just comes from that time period when it's right before you get into your I don't need anyone phase in a breakup. It's like, I just want a boyfriend. Like that's where Squeeze was written from. But it also comes from, from like, I just, I love being around people. I'm very much a people person. So it was like, I just want people around me right now. And it was coming from a time when I was honestly feeling a little lonely. And I was honestly feeling like I needed somebody to squeeze and just be with. And so yeah, that's That's where squeeze came from.
0: Now, now how being a people person, obviously 2020, they had to cut back on that. What, what did Not 20- my year? Yeah. What did 2020 and, and having to maybe be a little bit more introspective, how, what did that maybe teach you about yourself?
2: 2020 definitely taught me that having closer friends, like fewer close friends is like, is way more important to me than having 20 like distant ones. I don't know. I I realized that you really got to find your, your people. And once you find your people, like, don't let go of them and hang on to them. And they're super important. They'll get you through anything if you really need too so that's what 2020 taught me I mean I do definitely miss going out and seeing people and just being with a bunch of people but I think going into like the new year I think I'll maybe be okay with just being with two people you know what I mean
0: now now does it change the 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 goal setting process for you because of how slow how slowed down things were last year
2: I mean I've tried to not let it affect my goal setting, but obviously it's definitely changed. I really wanted to tour. I wanted to travel more. I wanted to uh, do all these things that aren't allowed right now. So I think it's not necessarily changed me working towards my goals. I think my goals have just changed. So. The,
0: the, the social media for you, how important is it, especially in the, the midst of what's going on in the world and uh, in people's lives to, to, to bring a little uh, happiness, a smile uh, uh, and, and, something good in each, in somebody's day.
2: I think social media has been a really, really uh, big aspect of like helping to me. It's like been something that I can turn to and I'm bored. I can go on social media. If I want to just post anything I want, I can go on social media. So yeah, it's definitely been, it's also been a connecting platform for me to like connect with the outside world and other people during this time where you can't. So social social media has definitely been a huge helping hand right now.
0: Now what has what was what has been maybe the most bizarre performance that you've had to do was it a, was it a, maybe a Zoom recording I I talked to I think the best one I've had so far was somebody said uh, in the midst of all the pandemic where nobody could be close they got in the back of a truck and just rode down main street and sitting in the back of the truck just so they could play
2: Oh wow that's amazing um I haven't really done any performances during during covid but If I was to pull the weirdest performance I've ever done, period, it would probably be performing in a Dave and Buster's. So, yeah, (laughs) I don't know how how I came to do that. I just did.
0: Was it impromptu or was that booked?
2: No, it was booked. It was booked. I did like an hour set. God, that was long. Why did I do that? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. That's the weirdest performance I've ever done, honestly. But. I, have I haven't been lucky enough to perform during COVID, like do Zoom or anything, but um, yeah, I guess we'll see.
0: There you go. Now, uh, I know your schedule's kind of crazy like everybody oh, yeah. else has been, <laughs> and I do appreciate uh, the, the time that you've taken with us. The The, the single coming up also uh, it, when tour dates and uh, upcoming events. Also, I, I know you got a new movie to talk about a little bit. Mira and, uh, and Sean. Sean's been... A guest, a, a friend of our our show for probably about the last 10 years, had him on several times. How wow. cool is it to work with Mira and Sean on oh a Oh,
2: my God. It was the coolest thing. I was so nervous, for one, because I felt like I was like, they have been on some of the most classic, like the biggest movies, of you know, in the world. Like, And I was like, I don't know. what. Like, I was panicking my first day of set, panicking. But I had a really good talk with Sean about, it, like, his daughters and just about being a teenager you know I just seek so much advice from those that were bigger and more experienced than me um I spoke to Jim O'Hare's also on it so he's in Parks and Rec and he's in so many amazing things and I sat down to him and I think it was a not necessarily a reality check but he was telling me he was like ah oh, I gotta go to Palm Springs tonight and I was like oh why do you have to go to Palm Springs he goes ah oh, my tenants they need something done so I'm gonna go down there and go do it for him and I was like what <laughs> you're getting, the morning you're filming a movie and now you're just i don't know it was a really it was a really cool thing to to see but it was amazing to work on to work on set with those people and just to learn from you know the best so i had an amazing time
0: so if if folks want to find out uh, about that movie about the, the the single and everything else social media wise what's where where's the uh, where's the number one location
2: you guys can check me out on Instagram. My ad is literally just Indiana, so you guys can go there. I'm also on Twitter under Indiana. I'm on I'm on Facebook. I'm on TikTok. Yeah, I'm pretty much everywhere. Just type in Indiana or Indiana Masara, and you should find it.
0: Well, that is that is cool. And uh, Indiana, again, thank you. Uh, I know today's schedule was a little crazy. We finally got it worked out.
2: Yes, we did. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yes, and, and thanks for helping me get some cool dad points as well.
2: Oh, I got you. Anytime you need some cool dad points, give me a call and I'll, I'll Zoom Trinity.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Indiana, thank you so much for your time.
2: Of course. Thank you so much.
0: Thanks again for joining us for this episode of Good Questions with Cameron Dole. If you ever have a comment, question, or anything else you'd like to know, just find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at GQ with Cam. If you'd like to help out in the funding for this podcast, feel free to click the support tab and follow the instructions. If you have a special guest idea, email me, gqwithcam at gmail.com. Again, thanks so much to our good friend, Brandon Allen, for coming up with the theme music. We're going to let him play us out. Be sure and join us tomorrow. Got some more special guests on episode four.